0: Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast designed to help more people get into God's Word and get more out of the Word. I'm Ben Blakey. It's Monday, March 7th, 2022. I can still remember where I was standing on the north campus of the Master's College my sophomore year when it happened. I was offered a ticket to a concert that some students were going to that night and I passed up the offer I thought to myself you know I probably have some homework that I need to do uh, you know it's it's like an over an hour on traffic in LA is crazy maybe two hours away so we wouldn't get You know, we have to leave early, get back late, I need my beauty sleep. You know, I had all kinds of excuses why I passed up the offer to go to this concert. Well, a couple months later, uh, I would actually start liking this artist that everyone else had gone to see, and I realized, what was I thinking? Why did I pass up that opportunity when I could have gone and seen this person play music when now I'm so interested, but at the time, I had all kinds of other excuses? Well, missing out on a concert might be one thing, but missing out on the kingdom of Jesus Christ is another thing entirely. And the offer is going out to be a part of this kingdom, but people are full of excuses. People are passing up on the offer to be a part of the kingdom of Jesus Christ. And those who pass up on that will be filled with so much more regret Than I ever was. But we need to check our own hearts that we aren't making some of these same excuses that we see people make when it comes to following Jesus in our reading today. In the New Testament, we'll be looking at Matthew 8 19 through 22, Luke 9 51 through 62, and John 7 1 through 10. And we'll be focusing mostly on this Luke. Passage, and it begins with Jesus going through Samaria. And you see, kind of, this key phrase even in the Gospel of Luke um, that his face was set toward Jerusalem. Uh, And that was where Jesus was focused. He was moving onward in his mission towards. Uh, Jerusalem. But when he goes through Samaria and he is not received, James and John, the sons of thunder, live up to their name. Lord, do you want us to tell fire to come down from heaven and consume them? Uh, But Jesus turns and rebukes them. But as they're going along, we see now at the end of the chapter, these three interactions and really these three excuses that Jesus encourages these people to push past So that they would not miss out on following him. The first person actually makes a claim of following Christ. I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, Foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the son of man has nowhere to lay his head. So here, this is the first of three quick back and forth interactions that we'll see at the end of this passage. And this first person is saying, hey, I will follow you. And Jesus responds, well, not with, oh, great, that's awesome. He responds by really challenging this person to count the cost. Okay, you'll follow me wherever I go. Well, guess what? I don't have a home. You know, foxes and birds, they've got more of a home than I have. I'm wandering around going wherever. Are you really ready to do that? And that's a question we all need to ask. Now, does that mean you've got to be homeless to follow Jesus Christ? No, but are you willing to give up comfort and stability for the sake of Jesus Christ? If it came to it, if God called you to the mission field, would you give that up? If God calls you, and if you are a Christian, he is calling you to serve your local church, guess what? At some point, that's going to require sacrifice. From you, That's going to cost you something, and sometimes that's comfort, sometimes that's stability. As you are generous financially, sometimes that, that might uh, not make you feel as secure as you would like to be. You're stepping out in faith. A lot of times we have an excuse for not following Jesus or not following him like we should because we are seeking some level of comfort or stability in the things of this world world where Jesus is calling us seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you so even as as God calls you to serve him is it even as your thought process well let me figure out if I can get all my ducks in a row before serving Christ or is it I'm gonna serve Christ and we'll let the ducks in a row be figured out later Right? That, that needs to be the mindset that we have. Now, that doesn't mean it's never wrong to prayerfully consider something and whether that is best for you. But at the end of the day, we need to be, it's about serving God first and foremost. And then comfort and stability, those will take care of themselves. Then we get to the second interaction here, and it says to another, He said, Follow me. So now Jesus is calling this person. But this other person says, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. And Jesus said to him, Leave the dead to bury their own dead. But as for you, go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Now that raises some questions, like, whoa, like, don't bury your father. That seems kind of harsh. Well, a couple things. This this is not a ban on being a part of funerals for your parents, for all followers of Jesus Christ. One, this seems to be a specific command and a specific urgent call from Jesus. And he's saying, hey, I need you to follow me right now. Uh, Also, this idea of burying their own dead, that could be a year-long process. Uh, that, That could be more than just, you know, my father just died and the funeral is tomorrow, is likely not the scenario that was going on here. And here, one of the things Jesus is saying is, hey, following me is going to have to take precedence over some level of family responsibility. And this is where, uh, you know, this can get interesting because God has called us to be responsible in our families, right? Even children have the obligation to honor their father and mother. Parents have an obligation to care for their children, right? These are responsibilities that that we have. Uh, And God isn't calling us to not honor our parents, to not provide for children uh, in those senses. But we do see Jesus say, hey, you have to love me more than father, mother, wife, brother, sister. The, The precedence has to be to Jesus before those things. And there's times where even it will be impossible to please Jesus and to please your family. Think of some with unsaved relatives who are going to expect, hey, join us in sin. Or, um, you know, hey, let's go do this when it's like, no, I have commitments to the Lord and to uh, to him and, or to my church that I, that I need to fulfill. And so that's where it's not going to always work out in this rosy way. And we need to realize, no, Jesus is the priority above even any earthly relationship. Are you ready to make that commitment? Are you ready to say Jesus is first, everyone else is second? And that's where when Jesus is first, that will help you prioritize, well, which are the people that Jesus is calling me to love or to honor or to protect or to provide for, right? Jesus will help us figure all of those obligations out, but it is Jesus first and everything else second. Are you ready with that kind of mindset? And then finally, another says, I will follow you, Lord, but let me first say farewell to those at my home. And Jesus said, No one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. Are you willing to leave everything behind to follow Jesus Christ? With no looking back, right? But no looking back to your former life. No looking back to what might have been if you didn't follow Jesus. No, I'm going to serve him. I've decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. That needs to be our heart as we seek to follow and to serve Jesus. So I want you to pray through these interactions today and ask yourself, am I willing to give up comfort and stability to, to follow Christ Am I willing to put Christ above every other earthly relationship? Am I willing to leave everything behind and not look back or regret the decisions I've made to follow Jesus? This is what he is calling for, and this is what we should see here in Luke chapter 9. Now, in John chapter 7, just briefly, we see Jesus interact with his brothers who are not believers at this time. And here you get a sense of just what some of what Jesus means. He's not out to just please his brothers. He's out to serve his heavenly father. And you see his brothers giving him some advice, um, you know, and it seems that they're almost trying to be his PR guys. Hey, go up to Jerusalem. Let everybody see what you're doing. That That's what's going to be best for best for your little gig you got going on here Jesus. But then Jesus makes clear, you know, the world cannot hate you, but it hates me because I testify about it that its works are evil. And so that's even an example of where following Christ can actually cause family conflict because those that aren't following Christ, well, it doesn't matter to them. But for you, you're going to be faithful to Christ. And sometimes that might even lead to evangelism or a rebuke uh, or, or something that it won't be well received. And we see that example in Jesus, even as we saw him describe, uh, you know, following him above earthly relationships in Luke chapter 9. Let's turn back now to the book of Warriors, chapters 8 through 10, or some of you, you know, the book formerly known as Numbers. And here again, we'll see kind of the last of some of the organizational things at the beginning of the book and start to get into the drama and the story that will unfold and be very important in the coming days in our reading. You, You see that just more instruction about the Levites, their cleansing, their retirement. You see for the first time, the Passover is celebrated in chapter nine. But then especially at the end of chapter nine, and chapter 10, you get a sense of, the army is moving out, and even the trumpets that blow, right? That there's signals and warnings, um, you know, that are tied in with the blows of the trumpet. And then they leave Sinai, and they do it in the way that it was arranged, and everybody is doing their part, and you know that the banners are flying. All all these this idea, the army is headed out, and also that just gives us a marker. You know, we got to Mount Sinai way back in the Book of Exodus. And so now through a lot of Exodus, all of Leviticus, and all of Numbers so far, we've been at Mount Sinai. But now the people of Israel are going to be on the move again. And some of the action that we're going to see in these next few days is really what's going to determine their time in the wilderness. And we're going to see this army of warriors fail, not because they didn't have good military tactics, but because they lacked faith. And we'll be seeing more about that lesson in the coming days. But as we consider faith even from the book of Numbers here, uh, let's examine our faith in Christ. Make sure that we're not making excuses. Don't miss out on following Jesus. Don't make excuses and think of all the other things that you could be doing. Follow him. uh, Leave everything else behind and don't look back.